0: Are we on? (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, there we are. There you go.
1: (laughs) Well, we might have not been prepared for coming on stage in the second half of our gig at Colchester, but we are mentally and even physically prepared. I have worked out for the occasion. I've done yoga. I have meditated. I am ready to give you... A quality young'uns podcast this week. And this week's young'uns podcast features a special appearance from Brian Blessed. Our quiz is back, the forked-up folk song, where we play you a scrambled folk song that has had digital audio effects applied. And we ask you, do you know what the folk song is? With more clips from our album launch, Find Out Why I Am Getting Loose on Stage. And we introduce you to the world's worst, or at least potentially, the world's worst weather forecaster. Last week we played you, in inverted commas, highlights from our gig that we did in Inverness, where basically no one was listening and just talked all the way through it. We're going to play you some clips from our Hartlepool Town Hall gig, which uh, was disastrous for completely different reasons. Find out why a trout Became the star of the show at a recent Young'uns gig in Stonehaven. And myself and Michael Hughes are vying for supremacy in a new game, potentially a one off game, but a new game that comes to the Young'uns podcast. And the three of us have spent uh, quite a lot of time together of recent uh, touring. But when you've spent a concerted period of time with the same people, then obviously certain things about them can start to rankle slightly. And rather than uh, getting annoyed with each other off stage, we tend to be quite nice to each other off stage, we vent our spleens at each other on stage. I'm talking figuratively, of course, not physically. Uh, We probably wouldn't be able to get away with that on health and safety grounds. And we managed to incense some geriatric conservatives. Musically, we have a collaboration with ourselves and Greg Russell and a drunken version of Oasis's Wonderwall, performed at a Scottish pub after one of our gigs, with Michael Hughes on the guitar, myself on a very out-of-tune piano, and accompanied by some children playing woodblocks and maracas. All that and more coming up on this week's Young podcast, and we dedicate this podcast to the sound man at our gig in Milton Keynes. Before we came on stage, we heard him in the green room testing the microphones, and he had quite an old and animated way of doing that. Woo! 1,
0: yeah, yeah, eight, yeah, one, two, check. Daddy, one,
2: two, woo!
1: Very interesting. Um, maybe that sound man has some sort of healing powers, actually, when it comes to microphones, because I was getting a bit worried. Uh, while I was doing that podcast introduction, I was uh, desperately trying to ignore the fact that uh, my microphone was rumbling and crackling and making some very odd noises. But um, it's stopped now. It's all nice and quiet, so everything's absolutely fine. We'll see if it continues. There's something else to look forward to. Will the microphone stay behaved all the way through the podcast, or will it start crackling again? Something to look forward to. My goodness. you just provide, I mean, that's an, that's an extra that we hadn't even planned for ladies and gentlemen but uh, it's what you call divine intervention I think there anyway before we get into our various clips that we've got uh, it's time for our quiz and we'll introduce to you this week's Forked Up Fork Song a song that the young'uns perform has been scrambled using digital audio effects but what is the song can you identify it? this is a quiz that we did at our singing weekend in Kendall in November where we recorded this quiz and I shall briefly introduce things and then we'll play this week's song <laughs> This young'uns recording, also a live recording, has had its pitch altered, as well as having everyone's favourite digital effect, granulation, (laughs) to warp the song. But what is the song? What is the song? Yes. Okay. Are we happy with that, or are we like it one more time? I will play it one more time. <laughs> so a few nods of comprehension from various people at our singing weekend they know what the song is or they think they know what the song is anyway have you managed to identify this week's Forked Up Folk song we'll recap the song again a bit later on in the podcast then we'll reveal the answer at the end so we may not be back next week for a young uns podcast that's because we're going to be massively busy um, for a start we're going to be away all weekend uh, doing our festival our Hartlepool Headland Festival and if you want to come to that you can do it on the 11th to the 13th of April we're going to have all sorts of people there the Wilsons Brassi, our Polish friends Mrs Trevor's Deep Free Secrets who you've heard um, if you listen to the Tall Ships podcast in 2010 and Greg Russell and Kieran Algar as well who recently won the Folk Award the BBC uh. Rising award at the Folk Awards, and uh, lots of other things. We're going to be doing loads of podcasts from there as well. But I mentioned Greg Russell, and uh, Greg Russell came and watched us at our gig in Lim recently at Lim Folk Club, and uh, we invited him up to have a bit of a sing with us. And so uh, here he is, leading a song with us at Lim Folk Club. You
3: mentioned the festival again. Kieran and I after after
2: the Folk Awards, we, we had a gi- we had a bit of a party in London, and then we had a gig. Which we, we just didn't about
1: say you survived. could talk, Greg. We said you. Could... <laughs>
2: So we had a bit of a party in London, but we just about survived. We had a gig in Exeter the next day, so we had a party there, we just about survived. And then we went up to Hartlepool to help these guys out at their, uh, their album launch,
3: and we had two nights in Hartlepool, so we had two parties in Hartlepool, and we very much didn't survive them. <laughs> so go up and join the festival, I can't wait for it.
1: I'm not sure if that's a positive advert
3: for it or not. <laughs> <laughs> we might
0: not come okay, back alive. Great does uh, all about PR, <laughs> okay.
3: Fantastic place. You ready? Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. The bright shining morning shines over the hill With blushes dawn in the meadows and rills. The bright shining morning shines over the hill before us he seems for to fly and he pants to the chorus of a haunting full cry The fox runs before us and he seems for to
0: fly and he pants
3: Let the toast go around We'll drink to our hunters Wherever they're bound Come fill up your glasses Let the toast go
0: around We'll drink to our hunters Wherever your slumber and hail a new day, awake from your slumber and hail a
3: new day. When our day's work is ended, we home to retire, and we pull off our boots by the light of the fire. When, when our day's work day's is ended, we
0: home
1: and the youngins collaborating at Lim Fort Club and there'll be more collaborations, I'm sure, with Greg Russell and with his accomplice, Kieran Algar, along with lots of other artists at our festival the 11th to the 13th of April. Still available tickets for that... So in February, we launched our album, Never Forget, at uh, the Old Elvet Methodist Church in Durham, and we played uh, some clips from that last week on the podcast, including uh, a collaboration between ourselves and the Wilsons. Uh, but we're going to head back now to the album launch for a little bit more. My, I'm going to have to take my belt off uh, to play the accordion because it gets caught in the billows. So i uh, <laughs> get off there. That's Michael Chewley's guitar, by the way. He's not... Pre-
3: he? He's not playing some sort of appropriate music. Uh, <laughs> <I'll get you. laughs>
1: no. Nope. There on my belt. Your belt's got part on your music It's There's always down. something, isn't there? It's, every time we do like trying to be a professional group and do a proper album launch, it always goes wrong. Last time, I don't know how many people were there at our Sage gig for our last album launch, but. um we planned it, we thought it was going to be a really professional kind of structure to come on We're, going to, we're not going to do our usual ten minute talking We're going to come on straight away with a song and stuff It's going to be brilliant, it's going to be perfectly choreographed and we've been practising for months And what happened, I walked on the stage and then fell off the other end of the stage <laughs> and, and, um, and what happened after that was I had a bottle of water in my hand, like a litre bottle of water as um, I turned on the stage and began that flew across the uh, room, burst open, sought the entire front row of the audience. So So you, there's some people on the front row presumably weren't there last time. Uh. Yes, you were lost I don't play for ages. Well you could just start anyway, he's counting me in here, and I don't know why. So I could mentally prepare myself.
2: I'm helpful suggestions no. right? yeah.
0: <laughs> Apparently it's not Is he not get <laughs> And this man used to be a teacher, everybody.
1: <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, you know. Oh, Yeah, so things went a little bit awry at the album launch, but it was a great night anyway and a brilliant audience and we had some great songs and a great laugh. So thank you very much to everyone who came along to that. Now, last weekend, we appeared on BBC Radio Berkshire on the Henry Kelly show, and uh, we were listening to a bit of the show as we were driving up in the car, and it got, and it got to uh, the weather forecast, and my goodness, the lady who was doing the weather forecast, it was just something very odd about the way she was doing it, she was speaking quite slowly, she was very posh, she was using the kind of vocabulary that you would normally not expect on radio weather forecasts, she had a very odd way of talking, and she had a strange... Very strange voice as well. And it's just something about it that's really got on my nerves. I was kind of like... I realised I was gripping tightly to the, uh, the seat of the car and I was getting really annoyed and Sean was getting quite annoyed by it as well. It was just something about the voice that grated and the way she was talking. So... So here it is. I'm going I, to go as far as to say one of the worst weather forecasters I've heard in the world. And I've, I mean, we've all heard bad weather forecasters, haven't we? I mean, we've all got our, what, probably our top ten. But uh, this one is certainly up there.
4: Good morning. We've got some rather nice weather in store for the weekend. Lots of hazy sunshine through the day. Mind you, it may be a bit breezy at times, and that may take the edge off the temperatures slightly. God, isn't there just <laughs> something about that voice that gets on your nerves? It really will feel quite warm. Top temperatures of 17, 18, maybe even 19 19 degrees. Oh, it's horrible. Tonight, we'll see variable amounts of cloud, and we could see a little bit of mist, blows of 6 or 7 degrees. Tomorrow, more in the way of hazy sunshine, less breezy than today, and consequently, I think the temperatures may get a little higher thereafter into the oh, beginning. Hang on
1: a minute. Who speaks like that? This is the weather. This is the weather we're doing here. She's saying, and consequently, I think the temperatures may get a little bit higher thereafter. Thereafter? Well the bloody hell? It's just something about the way she talks, the words she uses. Consequently, thereafter.
4: We're talking, it's it's a bloody weather. And consequently, I think the temperatures may get a little higher thereafter into the beginning. Maybe if
1: I'd listened to the next hour, she would be like, From whence the weather came? Oh, and it's just that wave. Like a, a sort of all long, dragged-out way of talking as well.
4: But we have got the increasing risk of some heavy showers. You can, of course, get a full ten-day forecast.
1: Oh of- God, none if you're reading it, love. It imagine that ten-day weather forecast with there. My goodness! So uh, there we are. She's the worst. I think the worst weather forecaster in the world. If you, you know, feel free though to interact with the with the podcast. If you've got uh, a weather forecaster that you think is worse. We get, this could be a long-running feature, for all I know. You know, we might have like loads of people emailing in. going, David, I've got. Listen to this weather forecaster on BBC Bristol. From whence the weather came? Forthwith, very old woman. Oh, we've just done an interview. Oh dear, I've just. What the hell is that? Oh. A sandwich up my arse. Well, <laughs> <there> we <are. laughs> I should explain that I sat on a sandwich just in case you're wondering why Michael's just said sandwich up your arse there. <laughs> it's to <gotta> be quite.
2: <laughs> your arse alright,
1: this? It is <laughs> probably not the best thing to say as we've just left our room, Michael. Yes, thank you for asking. In, 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 he's asking me that by the way, not just because I sat on a sandwich. We do ask each other periodically about the welfare of our backsides. It is something that we. Sorry, Occasionally, do Do we need the accordion? Anything? They
2: might do three and a pump in again. 4 1 Man United, Mr. Kelly. Yeah, the plane yeah. got booed. The got, the got moved, yes? 800 quid to be booed. What a waste of time.
1: Although, he's a bit of a ridiculous term for him to make. Well, I don't know if he, even Alex Ferguson couldn't have won it with that squad.
0: Well, well, he did. Uh, yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> 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 oh,
2: but that's but what he said. I think they've, they've got so much faith in Mollis, which is fair enough. He's got a good track record. He Tra- did really well
1: with everybody. Good hell! <laughs> What was that? It's Brian Blessed. I told you, <laughs> he's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Brian Blessed. I did tell you, I got him. Yeah, you got him. He is good. on the set now, isn't he? You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, not. He's
2: down good. there. <laughs> <laughs> he's in my <me> glove compartment. <laughs> well, oh, Steve, <laughs> should hear him at the end.
0: Oh,
1: oh I'm looking forward to this journey.
0: Yeah. It I sort of this brings thing. a new uh, oh, everything in the name of the podcast. Oh, oh, brings oh. a new.
1: Does he
2: swear or? I don't know. Because he's quite renowned for his swearing, isn't he? He might do a
1: bit of effort, Jeff. Anyway, we've... Just done an interview on BBC Radio Berkshire, and um, Henry Kelly, I think, was quite amorous towards me. Uh, he called me my love, and he also, when, I, when it shake his hand, he sort of give it a tender squeeze. Did you get a tender squeeze from Henry Kelly? I did, yeah.
2: oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, I think he's so got like, t- a problem with his hand. <laughs> do you think? That's probably why he didn't clap. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got like a. <laughs> oh, right. Are we recording, shall sure yeah, yeah, yeah. What does this yeah. matter, I mean? It's Van Stephon. No, no, it's <laughs> some man problem
1: uh, <laughs> alright <okay. laughs> oh well it's
2: easy to shake the, uh, to squeeze and shake
1: ah uh, mm-hmm. doesn't explain why he said my love Thank you, my love. Doesn't explain that, so I'm wondering...
2: It's his traditional Irish attitude towards the disabled. Oh, oh. uh, uh,
1: more patronising than amorous, then. Yeah. Oh well, it is... So there you go, a special appearance, as I said, from Brian Blessed. Uh, yeah, I know that you probably were expecting, maybe you thought you might be on the actual podcast, or might be having a talk with him or something like that you know, get his take on weather forecasters. But no, it was on Michael Satnav, so apologies. But we've got to try these tactics to lure you in. When I'm publicising this podcast on Twitter, I'll at mention uh, Brian Blessed in there. You never know, he might listen. He might have an opinion about weather forecasters he'd like to share with us. Maybe he'd like to come down to our festival. And thank you, of course, to Henry Kelly for having us on his BBC Radio Berkshire show. And disappointed that he may have had a problem with his hand, and that's why he squeezed my hand. And he called me my love, maybe, because he thought I was blind, maybe a bit simple, perhaps rather than in being amorous, as I thought it was. Never mind, Henry. Life is cruel. So last week's podcast, we uh, brought you our disastrous gig from Inverness, where basically everyone was just talking, not a single person was listening to what we were saying or singing about. We're going to feature another disastrous gig, but for a different reason. It could have been a brilliant gig, but we were a little bit worried because uh, it was our home gig. It was a gig in Hartlepool, and we thought, brilliant, we're going to have a whale of a time here. It's going to be great. Every time we do a gig in Hartlepool, we always have a good time. Well, not massively on this occasion, unfortunately. And it was not really the audience's fault, although we weren't sure at the time, we thought either it's the audience who are really flagging here, or it's us. We started off and we thought, well, because it's Hartley we do quite a bit of talking, we have a bit of banter with the audience, but the audience weren't biting. There was nothing at all. We were just thinking, well, what's going on? Right? Why, why aren't... Why aren't people joining in? Why aren't people laughing? We got really disconcerting. We started um, worrying that um, we were just being rubbish, basically. And in the interval, we were selling CDs and people were queuing up to buy CDs. And each person, without fail, every single person said, you do realise we can't hear a word you're saying in between the songs? The sound is so bad that we literally can't hear a word you're saying or we can hear very few words... They said, Michael's microphone's not too bad, but your microphones are terrible. It, did sound, it didn't sound brilliant, the sound, to us on stage, but it certainly, as you'll hear on the recording, at least you can hear what we're saying. But apparently, everyone said, and it's about thirty. 50, it's about 50 people came up to us and said, we can't hear a single thing you're saying. We were sort of happy about the fact that it wasn't us being rubbish, but still, we've got to do another 45 minutes, and the bloody audience can't understand a word we're saying. We had a word with the sound men. They said, oh, oh we don't know what we can do about it. Oh, we don't know. When we came on stage in the second half, we thought we'd better do a little test to see if the audience could understand us, and uh, this is what happened.
2: Hello. Well, we've been kindly informed that no one can hear a bloody word we're saying, is that right? (laughs) Am I clear? The way I'm talking, is that clear? It's muffled. Really? And you a bit yeah, Try try you, Daddy, because no one could hear you
1: apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can hear me obviously absolutely fine. They all laughed brain. Yeah. No, Johnny. No, so hello, around the ragged rock, the ragged rascal ranch. I'm shouting, I wasn't doing that before. Um it's difficult when you've got to do this on demand. Um Hello, hello everybody. Um
2: is that any better? It's no? oh, we're never going to get City of Culture in out the pool. Yeah, we? exactly. Um, no wonder they, it's the Economist magazine were right. I think. There yeah, There you How much have you paid for a ticket? And you can't bloody use. Um, sorry
1: about that. We'll we'll, we'll try our best. Um, yeah, it's going to have to be back to back music. I think. Oh, Michael! Michael Mike, might be able to do Michael. Michael, regale them with some of your witch is going to be you all night. Hell, go Thank on. God for that. Oh, there no. you are. <laughs> we can all hear him. Can you hear Michael? All right, then. Can you hear me? So, hi, David. Anytime, I'm doing, test, I'm doing a test. I'm doing a test, on so Can you hear me when I do that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So any time we want to speak, we've just got to do this. Right, Sean, you say something. something now, sir. I don't want to do that. I don't want you groping me every two minutes. I think <laughs> That's exactly what you want. You bribe the sound man, haven't you? Haven't you? As it's Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Come on, Sean. He wants you as well, don't you, Michael? You dirty man. Right. <laughs> you can hear me when I'm off, Mike. I'll just do that. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh,
2: Thank you very much. He said, thank you very much.
0: <laughs>
2: thank you very much. There you go. It's like the, it's like the pope, is. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, it's like the what? The Pope. It's, it's, like, the 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 pope. D- yeah. it's like the Pope. like the Pope. There's a joke, there's a punchline coming, don't does, any, does anyone do sign language? <laughs> you haven't got schizophrenia though, <laughs> We need that man who did Nelson Mandela's, uh, dude, don't <laughs> <aren't>
0: we? <laughs> I just said that, but no one else? Unbelievable, this is ridiculous.
2: Hey, oh, okay. I sang that for uh, the first time One of the first times on Remembrance Sunday And we happened to be uh, doing a gig in Dorset In this wonderful pub In this wonderful village Called Worth or Travers um, Did you hear that? Yeah. No, okay <laughs> oh, I think you're going to have to use
1: Michael's microphone To yeah. speak why don't you swap places? You go in the middle. It would. But well, Michael doesn't say anything, does he? The only person who... He's the only person you can hear. He doesn't say anything.
2: Is that better? Can you hear me No? No? no. Shall we, we just sing some song, Dave? and then yeah, uh, yeah. And you could all come back to the fisherman's arms on the edge. And... There we go. Yeah. And we'll do the talking bits there. Thanks, sir. <laughs> ah, dear. Please, please sing along with us. We're yeah. going to do the, the Holly Bears of Berry, a, a carol known <coughs> also as the Sands Day Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, the chorus bit is uh, Holly, holly The first tree in the greenwood It was the holly Goodness
1: knows <laughs> what so they're going to be singing Here we go <laughs> <laughs> Brolly, brolly <laughs> What's this going to do with Christmas? Anyway <laughs> <laughs> we
0: could
2: oh, try molly, a and Do you reckon we should do it off the microphones If people could join in do you hear mm-hmm. Yeah. If we stand s- in front of the microphones, do you think that might yeah. think, like, be quite precarious? It's going to be quite precarious. Yeah. Right, hey, well, let's go. Don't worry about you when the get to the stage. Here yeah. we are. Ah.
0: Don't worry about it. the edges? Are <laughs> you
1: placing your best, Big Wolf?
0: Don't push it too hard,
2: mate. Yeah, don't worry. You know where the edge is, don't you? Well, don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> <back, right>? look <laughs> Oh, <it's bad. laughs> oh no. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. Oh, right. Take a little step that back, please. No, 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 because it's
0: oh, fine. I'm not going to... step forward.
2: No, oh. <laughs> Don't worry. I just, I... just for the record, yeah, yeah. I'm warning him, you know. If he doesn't yeah. collapse,
1: day, he's going <laughs> to catch him. Anyway. If someone could catch me, As yeah. yeah. well, long as he falls in rhythm, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Keep singing. Well, seriously, they're obviously cutting costs in this place, so the point is not you have insurance, do they? So I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. Terrible memories. Thank you very much to the audience, though, for uh, persevering with that terrible sound. Let's ask our sound man friend in Milton Keynes uh, what he thought. Did you think the sound uh, there was terrible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So he agrees as well. It's back to our quiz we go. Now for our forked-up folk song. Can you identify what this song is? It's a scrambled version of of a young'uns track, or a scrambled version of a, a track, that the, a song that the young'uns sing live. This is a live song. I'm going to say this again, <laughs> better this time. It's a version of a, a live young'uns song. Not necessarily a song by the young'uns, but a song that the young'uns sing, and it's a live version. Can you work out what the song is? Here it is. <laughs> Have you not got it? We shall find out at the end of this week's Youngin's podcast. We did a gig in Stonehaven. We played some clips from it last week, including the lady who gave us that rather unusual request of would you do the first five minutes of the gig again because I missed it. The raffle prize was quite odd at Stonehaven. Normally it's something like a box of chocolates or a bottle of wine or something like that. But at Stonehaven, the raffle prize, the winner, received a trout not a live trout mind you it was a it was a dead trout but that was the raffle prize and we thought that was a strange raffle prize that was uh, but the trout caused quite a lot of amusement it sort of in the second half it became something that uh, was mentioned quite a lot really and became the cornerstone for a lot of the jokes in the second half so let us join uh, Stonehaven for the second half of the gig where the trout becomes very much the star of the show Yes. So we'll do this one for our latest audience member the trout I, think you're <laughs> like this one. I can't believe you just won a trout in the raffle that's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> right. well have they actually refri- put it back in the like the fridge or something obviously because you actually got it with them <laughs> oh right okay is no. in the, fridge? Well, I the polite thing to do with the four clubs of the north
2: east of England is with the raffle prizes to pass the ground during the second half yeah because like normally it's
1: chocolates or something you can't really do that with a trout can you <laughs> no we no. free Pass the fish along. Oh, there you go, the anyway, so, uh, so. Have you finished with singing? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, I'm professional. I can blow my nose and go straight in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll show you what well, right, I'm professional is. Right, That's please. what you said, oh, hang, on. hang on. I'll sit down on the floor. <laughs> I'll sit down on the floor with the tissue there. By the time you've started the, the bit of the chorus, I'll be up there, put <laughs> back in my pocket, and be singing. Here we go. <laughs> Come on. Go. Come on. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, come on. Oh, me, help me. I was To be honest, I think it'd be better if we the stage.
2: <laughs> 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 You should see as so well. We're not just drinking water. Help yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. so. so as Help me. Help me. Festival in April, we've also Help me. this new uh, thing for us, we did our first one last November. It's like a, a young'uns singing weekend where we booked we booked to the Youth Foster in Kendall and fifty people came and stayed with us over the weekend, and we did some singing workshops, some special like intimate concerts and, and a big big laugh as well. Um,
1: we so, had a young'uns quiz, didn't we? That was quite yeah. egocentric. Uh, <laughs>
2: Flush to supermarkets? Supermarket? Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if um, so you want to come on, we're going to have two or maybe three of them later in the year. Uh, the deal is you get all your, your accommodation, all the foods included. We've got a really good mate who's, who's a chef. Um, He's a great trout. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> we're going
1: trout. People are very disappointed though. We said it was going to be an interview we gave with the young and I think they thought, like, you know, we said we are going to provide accommodation and food that we were going to cook and also maybe sort of just make sure we slept with everyone in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> because, yes. yeah, if you address that. Uh, what is your lovely lifetime? Well, sir, If you call my friends, then there's no about that, sir. No worries about that, sir. Well, <laughs> it <goes in> <laughs> oh, excellent.
2: not uh, to so say. smell fishy to me, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so, uh,
1: uh, <laughs> who'd have thought trout could cause <laughs> something else? So. Next time we do a gig we demand uh, fowl or poultry or something. <laughs> it's time for another game. This is another game you can play. So you've got the quiz on the boil there, maybe still trying to work out what that song is. But also another game that you can play along at home now, uh, the birthday game. And this is something that we like to play when we're in the car on the way to various gigs to uh, pass the time. And basically, In The Guardian is the uh, the birthday page and it tells you obviously which famous people ha- have birthdays on this particular week so sean is asking the questions and mike and i have to guess the age of the celebrity you get two points if you get it spot on you get one point if you get it within 10 years either way you can play this along with us if you like a little bit of a game for you. it's only a couple of minutes let's uh, play the birthday game you don't know normally win it. I normally beat yeah. you. I you do not. I normally nice. beat well, oh you. Yeah, well, let's... We'll,
2: we'll uh, see. We'll see what Two points for a bang on. Yes. One point for um, you, the closest within ten. Who's going within ten, ten. Okay, Right then. Master Lord, John. are Oh, no, bloody hell, Brian. Going to play a game, are The eh? roundabout. Nick Frost, comedian and actor. Oh, uh, of course. Yay. Yeah, right, I going to
1: go first? Michael Jones. 43. 43. Oh, I was going to say... 38. 42. 22. Oh damn him! Down the gideon!
2: Same old story right. then. No, it's not. Same. Right, come old on, then let's do it. Let's say. Oh of course. Uh, yeah. Chris is broadcast. Know. Know. Um go left on the right. Forty. Thirty-nine. Forty-six. Oh, yes, David Eagle. One one. One alright. Lord Neil Kinnock, former Chairman of British Council and former Labour leader. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
1: Your turn to go first. Uh, sixty-one. No. Sixty-three. Seventy-two. Oh, hang on. I've done it. Oh, shit. Oh, well, him. Oh, I don't w- deserve that. Is it due? Because I deliberately went... Neil Kinnick's at right. the early 60s. Listen. I know, I know, I, I, can, I deliberately, get strategically... It, I no, but I strategically... Lady Gaga. Did that... Oh, Gaga, yeah, yeah. Right, it's me first. Lady Gaga. Ooh, 29? Oh, 29? I don't know, maybe... It 36. 28. Oh, yeah!
2: 3-1. Three, three, <laughs> Tim Lovejoy, television. Oh, you first, is it?
1: Yeah, he's 41. 39. 46. Damn, 3-2. Yes, three, three, two. Two.
2: Come on, Mr. Kearney. Uh, 50 seconds left. Sir Michael Parkinson. Brandon. Oh, oh Um, 74. 80.
1: 79. Yes!
2: <laughs> 40 three seconds all. Go. Go on, 3, three all.
0: 3 uh, all.
1: This is it? This this is this it the, the designer?
0: Deciding,
2: yeah. Decider is Stanislas Wawrinka, tennis course, player. Yeah. Who's first? I think it's you. Yeah, she's she's 24. Sure, not Matt. No, he, it's not man. He isn't it? Stanislas.
1: 20. Okay, you're gonna say
0: 24. I'm gonna say 25. 29. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Next, I am
1: Yes, and the triumphant call of Brian Blessed there was I surface from the game victorious. Thank you very much. Maybe we'll do that in the future. Have another game. Here's a little story about how we managed to rile some old conservatives in Hartlepool, and it comes from Glossop.
2: (laughs) Uh, one gig we did was when we, a time when we used to run a folk club in Hartlepool and, uh, and the pub was shut for refurbishment for a week and the only venue, other venue we could find nearby that had had us was the Conservative Club. Uh, but, you know, if you've been to Hartlepool, you know there's not many Conservatives. Uh, and all four of the Conservatives, were all uh, octogenarians. Uh, met in, in this dilapidated building which used to belong to the Duke of Cleveland back in the day. And they said, oh yeah, we've been delighted to have you, we haven't had more than four people in this building for 40 years. Um, and there was one caveat. Yeah, we must have a game of bingo, they insisted, uh, during your interval. we said, oh that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, this, this game of bingo, ladies and gentlemen, went well, on for a the moment. The first thing
1: is that all these, the four Conservatives, very deaf old men were, were just shouting during all the songs. So we had a, like, we were having a sing around and they were shouting. and A few people said, A bit of order, please, you know, nice and polite, a bit of order for the music, a bit of order. But they were not listening whatsoever, they were just they were just talking. Anyway, so then it got, the best bit was, then it got to the interval and the bingo started. And all the four keys, about 30, 40, maybe even 50 strong, all at the bar, and they were keeping the voices down, but they were talking. And the chairman of the Conservative Club went, Can we have a bit of order and respect, please, for the bingo?
0: They're singing songs that are
1: hundreds of years old and that are only passed down because of word of mouth and that people have painstakingly gone out and traversed the world with reel-to-reel recorders and painstakingly collecting them and recording them. These songs might have not survive like that, but apparently that's not worth respect. But a string of numbers is worth more respect than that and that's why you shouldn't go up these things but I am alright <laughs> now when you're on tour when you spend a lot of time with the same people eventually you know, the atmosphere can get a little bit tense little things that the other person do could start to annoy you slightly and we generally uh, we're okay we get on very well I think it's safe to say the three of us but uh, sometimes it's just little things that happen but that pent-up frustration, it gets it gets more and more. And I think we then vent our splings at each other on stage. And so um, the clips that you're going to hear now are taken from the final two days of our Christmas tour. So we'd spent quite a lot of time, about a couple of weeks on the road together. And before that, we'd spent more or less the entire month with each other. And uh, we'd had our singing weekend, obviously, at the end of November, so that was an entire weekend that we spent together. So tensions were getting a little bit high. And the first little clip that I'm going to play you comes from the, uh, the opening of our gig at Barnard Castle, our Christmas gig at Barnard Castle. So bearing in mind, and a lot of people who came to this gig as well had never seen us before, so bearing in mind this is the first thing that they observe of the young'uns. You know, imagine just coming to a gig. It's kind of like an, an art centre kind of gig, so imagine if you've been to an art centre kind of gig, you know, kind of an audience that might be you know there's a lot of people who've not seen us before um you know there's candles out as well it's a christmas gig so the the art centre's decorated it's they've got candles out it's a really nice relaxed atmosphere and then we come on stage and then this happens well actually the first bit of this recording is it's just before we come out on stage and we're waiting in the wings to come on and we're discussing what we're going to do first I say that I'll come on and I'll start the song So, but Sean says no no I'll lead you just give me the key now and I'll remember it and I was having a go at him saying you won't remember it Sean you'll forget it and um... <laughs> so we're already arguing before we've come on stage and you get this recording by the way from the perspective of my pocket I forgot to take the recorder out of my pocket you know sort of a, quite an avant-garde way of doing things it's like, very artistic isn't it you know. <laughs> Why don't you go first and sing the Holly in the? Oh no! Oh give us no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh you' Oh no! Oh no! no! Oh no! the last... no! 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 Because no! the no! no! uploaded and stuff, you'll have forgotten the key. And that's exactly what I said would happen, isn't it? And that's why I said would happen, Mr. Kenny. I said, let's go on, let's do an introduction, because normally we talk, and it's not, you know, we don't know what we're doing, we're just messing around for the first five minutes. I said, let's go straight in there with a the Christmas song and let's do it. I said, so what I'll do is I'll lead off, Sean. I'll do the key, because I know what the key is, because I normally do the key, is, and it'll be absolutely fine, it'll be great. And Sean says, no, I can do this. You give me the key and I'll go I said, by the time the, applause, the sound of the applause has died down, you'll have forgotten the key. I will David. Just trust me on this. I trusted him.
2: You've let us all down, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm clearly the one who's just embarrassed. Myself. Well, yeah,
1: because we uh, did... Uh,
2: thank well, you, if if we Ebenezer.
1: Did, uh, I do uh, apologise. <laughs> that would have sounded rubbish. Right, should we come on again or should we just... <laughs> I'll do that key. <laughs> Oh. Yes It may
2: be the season of goodwill But I'm not letting you off that Right Well it's a good job You've dressed smartly for the occasion Yes Very good Right Hey Good evening everybody It's lovely You're ruining <laughs> it now man.
0: There
1: we are You could have had me some Two minutes in the bar Right My <laughs> holy and the ivy Sweet
0: singing all day
2: very much everybody good evening how are you all doing are you okay excellent sorry about that bit at the beginning we start every show with an argument
1: well uh, <laughs> no, everyone is thinking I've made a big deal of it but if we could start like, like it's like it. a medium yeah because that's because no one. but if we started like that would have been rubbish like that thing where you get a really bad present, you've got to say, you know, people said, Oh, I no, no, it sounded all right, but we all know it wouldn't have sounded all right, so yes. be grateful for it, okay? Really bad
2: present, like a stripy t shirt. Oh, uh, <laughs> Don't
1: worry, I the you what he was on about. Thank yet. you very much, uh, by the way, James, for auto tuning Mangles vocals, that was very kind of you.
0: Same jokes, Yeah. Right there.
1: Michael Hughes, I've seen, I think I've said that what once or twice before. I get belittled. I that's it now. Every single time you repeat yourself once, I'm gonna I'm gonna I mm-hmm. look forward to it, Davis. Yeah, exactly. Every bloody night. <laughs> <out. laughs> well luckily we've got that's our a separate a, hotel. That's room. A, that was in Somerset as well, everybody. Yeah, yeah. we well, are not doing that one again, because every single time you do... Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make a fizz. That's right, sir. That was in Somerset line. You can't wheel that one out. You've been living on that one for 15 years, haven't you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, that on my chest. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but fear not, those recordings were taken at our Christmas gig. We're still together. That didn't spell the end of the young'uns. We're, we're still here. Everything is fine. Well, we're nearly at the end of this week's young'uns podcast, but we've got our version of Oasis's Wonderwall to come, a drunken version of that from a pub in Scotland. But first, it's time to reveal the answer to today's folk up folk song. <laughs> Anyone
0: got
1: that? La <laughs> Let's see if it was
3: Pique la, la Boulaine.
2: Boulaine. Yes,
3: it was! Excellent! <laughs> <inaudible> Pique la Boulaine, my
1: friends, our French song that, of course, features on our album when our grandfathers said no. We shall have another forked-up folk song on our next Young'uns podcast, which will be a Hartlepool Headland Festival special. But after one of our gigs in Scotland, the pub that we were playing in had a piano, and the landlord was very keen that we should uh, maybe do a few songs afterwards uh, around the piano, and we thought, well, he was, the beers were coming in nicely. He was buying the beers in. And we thought, why not? So we had loads of drunken Scottish people joined us around this piano. But as well as that, there were a lot of children in the pub as well. And they were given percussion instruments like woodblocks and shakers, maracas and that kind of thing and uh, when I started playing the piano I realised that it was massively out of tune so uh, this now is a version of uh, Oasis's Wonderwall played on uh, with Michael's guitar which is being accompanied by myself on an out of tune piano uh, Sean Cooney's obviously there singing along but also the shakers and woodblocks from these children and uh, lots of drunken people in the background singing along as well so we shall leave you with this thank you very much for listening, we'll be back in less than two weeks with a the first in our Harlepool Headland Festival special podcasts till then from me David Eagle goodbye <laughs>